episode 13, here we are. It's been fun. Uh, I'm happy to be back, and uh, if you guys haven't checked out our last episode uh, with Nathan um, and our conversations we had with him, you guys gotta check it out soon. Um, it was a lot of fun, a little long, a little lengthy, three hours, but man, the whole time was, uh, it was a lot of fun, and I laughed a lot during it, so I think you guys will enjoy it too. Uh, Dylan, what's happening? Yeah, How that was you? fun, man. I miss having a guest already. We need more guests. We can do it, man. I, we have a, a list of people in mind who we'd like to like to bring on. We just gotta gotta make it happen. Yeah. I need to get better so. at recording people. We'll, we'll figure that out. But that was a lot of fun. Variety yeah. is the spice of life. And now uh, for this episode, we have a few things in mind we want to talk about. There's a lot going on. Uh, we may be in the early days of World War Three. We will see oh, how that plays out. Lord. This is no laughing matter. What do you think, man? It's not a laughing matter. Yeah, don't mean to start off on a serious note. We can make it kind of a laughing matter. Dude. But, I'm um, scared, kind of. It is kind of. You know, the only thing that I have to say is I, I don't see much happening on U.S. soil. Yeah. Um, I think most of it's going to happen over there in Iraq and Iran and those countries, and it's going to probably stay over there. There may be some things that happen here of like um, maybe some sleeper cells that are living in the country just waiting to pop off, you know, and do something. But I don't know. I think most of it's going to be handled overseas, so that's kind of (laughs) – I don't know if you want to say reassuring. It's bad that it's happening in general, but – if it is going to happen, I guess if it's over there, that's probably for the better. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's interesting. Um, the guy was obviously a bad dude. Um, it's I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's That's a big move. It's a big, ballsy move by America to assassinate, basically, the leader of another country. He's, like, the number two in charge, you know? Like, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I don't know what to think. I don't either. It makes me how nervous. Much, how much have you... How much have you... Uh, do you listen to it or read about any of that stuff that happened? Not really. I just find myself getting depressed and angry and confused when I see that shit. You know, like, I understand <laughs> he's trying to protect yeah. us and they can't tell us everything. Like, if he came to the public and was like, is it all right to bomb this guy? Like, that guy's gonna know and he's gonna run. <laughs> and people are going to protest and he might have really been looking out for our best interest but i did hear that um they came to him with some options on how to kill this guy and he picked the gnarliest yeah. one you can imagine like it could have been like a a secret hit maybe or a poisoning or just like hit him with a drone he was like oh yeah do the drone poisoning. yeah yeah so he just went hard bombs he, on his ass yeah yeah I don't know if that's true, but apparently well, Trump. he had some When options. does Trump ever not go hardcore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trump always wants to do, like, the most extreme of anything that he does. So, like, yeah. yeah. He said, poison him. Nah, don't do that. That's too weak. What? Yeah, What's yeah. I won't get any credit for that. He wants you to know he had him killed, I think, is the deal. They say that he was sitting at his... They're saying that he was sitting at his resort in Mar-a-Lago eating ice cream when it happened. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds like a Trump thing to do. <laughs> oh, we're ready to. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Drop them. Mm. This chocolate is delicious. <laughs> What's this made? Drop the bombs. China. Uh. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I really do. I think he's so funny. I just kind of get a kick out of it. But then when you get into this war thing and sending people to battle and fight these wars that they really don't even know what it's about or why they're there, it's confusing. It's just that there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and that's classified that like we don't know as yeah. citizens. Like we don't know. All we see is like what happens and how it's reported to us and like we don't know I think the it has to be and that way. And yeah. It, yeah, cuz um I think people would be probably very angry if they knew the hows and the whys. Probably very oh, sure. angry and it could cause they couldn't handle it. It could just like destabilize everything that's going on yeah but there's a lot of demons out there threatening our freedom and those kind of decisions need to be made on a whim without considering the millions and millions of people that live here i mean that's just not realistic that everybody would be in the light everybody's in the dark with a bunch of decisions and that's why people didn't like the snowden thing like you had some people that were like yeah we need to know that that's going on which yeah but also being a whistleblower, you're kind of blowing up our spot. Like, they're looking out for our best interests. But I think Snowden's thing was they were abusing their powers. So, I see that, too. Yeah, Yeah. the privacy, privacy thing is... It irks me. Like, I try not to think about it, because does it really matter? I mean, am I... I'm not really doing some like anything that I'm not supposed to be doing. But at the same time, the fact that somebody knows everything that I'm doing at all times is kind of, I don't know, it's a little unsettling. Yeah. You just got to watch what you do. I guess, you know, don't break the law. Don't do anything wrong and you have nothing to worry about. But if you fuck up, somebody knows. <laughs> somebody knows. Nothing yeah. is nothing is a secret. The only thing that's a secret is your thoughts in your head. And if you don't share those with somebody... That's the only way they're keep they're staying there. So, mm. how do you protect yeah. yourself online? Like, I know you can get a VPN to protect your what IP address. Is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, that protects you to an extent. Yeah, but yeah, that basically other than like, that, changes I mean, your IP address. Yeah, just don't use internet. Don't use anything that uses the internet. Right? You, it's kind of like your. Like, like could you imagine? Your agreement, yeah, well, like, to use the internet, we're going to know what you're doing at all times. If you want to use this tool that has been created to bring everybody together and to share knowledge, how would you we're going to know how, everything about you. How would you not think that they're not looking? Of course they're looking. They got all our shit. Of course they're looking. Of course they're keeping track. You could predict what people want if you know what they're habits are and their needs and yeah i think that's what they're doing they're just taking all these analytics and all this information and knowledge about people and their habits online and when they're checking in and purchasing and they're just like dude there's probably got this all mapped out this whole marketing thing like you know what i mean just this genius oh, yeah. recipe for how to 
get the dollar out of the in- individual the quickest way possible and influence them to make decisions. But where does it end, man? It's just how far does it go? Like when when is enough enough? World like, War 3. Like we're good like we're good right now. Like what <laughs> do we need more? Like we're good. We have access yeah. to any information we need. Life is convenient, life is easy. Like let's just stop. <laughs> like we don't need to take it to another level yeah. that could just cause more trouble um and make things more complicated cuz like as it gets more uh technology as it gets more advanced in technology and stuff it's going to complicate things more there's it's just you're adding more to an equation that who knows how it's going to turn out it's exciting it's fun to be a part of this time and like see um yeah it is. That's how I feel. I'm like, you know, see what has come about and have access to it all. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm glad to be a part of this time, but also we could have stopped in the late 90s and I would have probably been okay with that too. <laughs> you know, just like everything maxes out in the 90s. Whatever we were doing there in the late 90s, that's it. Yeah. The style, the music, everything. It was just cool. We had just enough technology to get by. And things were convenient, but it was still real enough where everything was still good. You know, good movies, good content, good music. But, man, I say that, and there's some amazing content being created and pumped out these days. And it is incredible to be be alive at this moment in time with, I mean, Skypes and podcasts and Airbnbs and, you know, like cars that Mm. get 40 miles per gallon and you could just drive anywhere and go play VR high as fuck off some edibles that you got at the store next door. It's amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. No complaints. It's uh, it's almost hard to fathom like what it like what it would have been like to be alive in even you just take it back a few decades to like the sixties, where if you go back to way before that, like even like the late eighteen hundreds or something, when everybody is horse and buggies and living in a cabin and yeah, having to, you know, hunt more for your food, or you have to Which have is a garden not very long not ago. Vegetables, it's not. That's crazy. I don't know, man. It's it's mind blowing. It's it's hard to think about sometimes. But Existence. again, it's a good time to be alive. This uh, this last decade was pretty cool. I actually thought yeah. about something, or was looking at a list earlier of um, so Spotify released a thing back in December of the most listened to songs of the decade the last decade all right um first of all i'll give you a little bit of information the um the most streamed artist with over 6.5 billion streams can i guess i'll guess this because i don't know any of these okay six billion almost seven billion 6.5 billion streams the most streamed artist i'm gonna say drake of the decade. Of the decade. Of the whole decade. Drake Drake's a Drake's a good answer, but that is not the person. I'll give you one more. Of the decade though. Cause well, Drake came uh, yeah, early early twenty tens. Uh actually here Justin there, Bieber. Uh, there's the top three. Let me let not me guess Justin some. Bieber either. Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, uh Little Wayne. Mm. Uh, I guess those are all my guesses. 
I don't know. Um, so the most Katy streamed Perry. artist, number three. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't guess one. Number three was f- Ariana Grande. Really? Of the decade? It was Ariana Grande. Um, Taylor Swift got a lot of love, but she didn't make the Oh, shit. Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, man. Damn. Number two, which is, I found this one really interesting because I feel like, yeah, she's only 17. Billie Eilish was number two. Oh, the my God. How did I forget most... about Billie? Hmm. Wait a second. Oh, this was actually in 2019. This wasn't for the whole decade. Shit. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, for the what? Decade. For the decade? The list, though. Oh, my God. Now my answers are valid. Okay. Well, for this Although one, Taylor Swift... Might, damn, I uh, fucked that one up. Damn. I really thought, because I was on, like, for the... I thought I was on for the decade, and now I got... Yeah, I was very confused. I'm, I'm like, since 2010? Else. I was like, man, that means that, like, when they were going hard in the late 2010s, for those three, four years, they were really stacking up the damn views, because I'm like, holy... Or the listens, the streams, because over a decade... They weren't hot in 2010. Maybe Taylor... No. I think Ariana Grande was still on Disney in 2010. I can't I messed that one up. I got it's the list here good. somewhere else. But here, we can finish this one. Okay, so Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, and Post Malone was number one for 2019. For 2019. But that's crazy. 6.5 billion in a year. That's a lot. That makes sense. Maybe I mean, I get think... that many listens to a podcast in a year. Did you say Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift was on that? <laughs> list swift was close but grande was number three she was number three number one was billy now knowing that number two was billy eilish number one was post Post. malone damn that's insane number one was post malone wow knowing that can you guess the top three songs uh streamed of 2019 billy's I would say... Which one? She's on there. At number two. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Billy's song... Um, not Ocean Eyes, right? No, not Ocean Eyes. Because that came out like a few years ago. I don't know, dude. I'm bad with the song titles. Bad Guy. Bad Guy. Okay. Okay. How does okay. That I can't even think of how that goes. Like thinking off the top of my head, I can't either. I know I've the heard number it. one song, which I really like and I listen to all the time. Uh, Senorita was the number one song. I love it when they call me Senorita. What? What song is that? I wish I could pretend I didn't need you. I'm saying ooh la la la. It's true. You don't know What's, that song? Come that's on, the number one song, song of 2018, 2019? 2019, yeah, Senorita. Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Oh, I'm sure I heard it. If it's the number one strings song, I'd have had Dude, to Dude, you it. definitely have heard it. Yeah. You definitely heard it. And Sunflower came in at number three with Post Malone. Oh, I like Sunflower. Sunflower. Damn, they didn't get... Uh, Give what's his name yeah. no love. What's his name? Uh, he's on there with them. Swaley, Swaley, Swaley. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's on he's on that song with Post Malone. Um, Old Town Road made the top five list. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? Dude, I can honestly top say five. I haven't listened to yeah, that song all the way through one time, ever. Really? It's it's catchy, man. It's definitely catchy. <laughs> okay, now all right, now I'm to the list of the decade. Now that we got 2019 out of the way. Okay, now, so now let's go back to the decade of the most streamed artist from 2010 to 2019. And you'd guess one, Drake was number one on that list. That was my guess for the, most the decade artist. Artists, decade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's right, and that is of the decade. Okay. And the number two, I'll say Taylor, or Lady Gaga. No. They're gonna be two and three. No. Neither Katie of them Perry? are on the top five. Nope. No. Damn. There's only one female on the list. Of the top five. And she made the other list. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. <laughs> she made Ariana. the list. <laughs> yeah. She came in at number four. Wow. Okay, just give me the I like rest. Ariana. I like a lot of her Wait, songs. Justin Bieber. All right, number two. Or I'll Post Malone. Five. No, not Bieber. Number five was nice. Eminem. Oh, wow. The most streamed artist of the decade. That makes sense, man. Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, he's a popular cat. Uh, number four, Ariana albums. Grande. Number three... Post Malone made top streamed of the decade as well. And then number two was Ed Sheeran. Wow, Ed Sheeran. I would not have expected that. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So Taylor Swift was a top three of the most streamed female artists of the decades. But between male and female, she didn't make it. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, Okay, what about... Songs of the decade. Could you guess that? Gangnam Style. Ed Sheeran has two of them. Oh man, you would think something like that would be on there too. I think that was more of a phase though. Like it had its run for about one year, <laughs> but outside of that year, you don't really hear it much anymore. I bet it has hella views. Um. Yeah, it's it's got to be in the millions, millions. But he is that even uh, on Spotify? Shirley. And don't call me Shirley. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Dylan. Um, <laughs> 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 Quick story one time about that, and then we'll get back to this. I was in the operating room one time working, and uh, we were doing a a surgery of taking out a gallbladder, and they use scopes to do that like they don't cut you open they make like little incisions stick in scopes and then use instruments through just like incisions that are like not even a not even an inch long maybe like a half inch very very small incisions so anyways we're getting started and uh and the doctor looks at me she's like can you give me or no she just said fred and i was like fred i was like no my name is seth and she's like no fred i'm like no, no, my name is Seth. And what she was asking for was this stuff that's like a, a liquid to take the fog off of the camera, and it's called Fred. And I thought that she was calling me Fred. And it was... <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> not Fred. <laughs> um, that's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. I bet you got anyway. a lot of operating uh, stories. 
I do have, yeah, quite a few. It was a fun <laughs> job, man. It's something, I think it had its run, though. I don't, I mean, I did it for about four years. Um, mm. I often think about that. Like, if I was to ever go back to the States, what I would do, um, would I try to get a job back in the operating room again, or would I do something else? I'm not 100% sure, but I don't, hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't think I would go back to the OR. I would find probably more, more of try to find a way to work for myself and do something on my own instead of working for the man. Yeah. That's wild about yeah. your visa. Uh, it's okay. It's shit's going to get worked out. Think I think so. it is. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit of trouble right now with trying to get it renewed and stuff. Um, it's fine. It'll get worked out. I'll find out They're in so three finicky. months if it doesn't. Yeah. The, it's weird. Cause I mean, I've already been here for two years and then now they're trying to use some information that they have that they've had for the last two years that I've been here, and they don't want to renew it because of it. And I'm like, why is why has everything been okay for two years? I've been a law-abiding citizen in your country. I ain't doing nothing wrong, but now you want to say I can't stay here anymore? It, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, when they change so things and they out, implement gotta... things. Oh, all the time. Like, there was a <laughs> – we like to go to a gaming cafe to play PUBG, and there was a stint of about two weeks to where they wouldn't allow us to play in the cafe because we didn't have Chinese ID cards. They're like, no, you can't use a passport. And we've never used anything before. We've never used a passport before. We like we just walk in, give them money, and they let us play. But there was this time they said, no, the government says foreigners – or not really foreigners, but you can't play without an ID card. And it only lasted for like two weeks, and then that time passed, and they're like, "Okay, you can come back." And it's like, <laughs> what, what, what was accomplished? Like this makes no sense at all. So, you never know, man. Things change on a whim all the time. You just roll with it until it changes again. So, yeah. whatever. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's what's happening. Um, oh, by the way, so, so we can finish this off and we we'll change the subject again. We'll go back to really the top five songs of the last decade were Thinking Out Loud, Ed Sheeran, Closer by The Chainsmokers, Rockstar by 21 Savage and Post Malone, and then One Dance by Drank, <laughs> Drank, <laughs> One Dance by Drake, and then Shape of You was the number one song of the decade, Ed Sheeran. Shape of You. Makes hmm. sense. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. They weren't my top listens, I know that. That's what's happened. No, no, not me either. I can see Eminem being in there for me, but... Oh, for uh, sure, yeah. I contributed that's there. That's about it. And I do like that Ed Sheeran Thinking so, Out yeah. Loud song. I like Ed Sheeran. We and Post. Found love right I probably contributed yeah, I like some, to some Post shit, for sure. I like Post Malone. Yeah. It sounds really good. That's been cool. I'm excited. <laughs> it snowed here for the first time yesterday. Y'all got snow? How's that? That's we cool. got snow for the. I know you get snow every day, so that's not a big deal. Yeah, we got. It wasn't a lot. It, from what stuck, it wouldn't even stick for like the first three or four hours that it was coming down. Then it finally started to stick some once the sun went down. Maybe an inch is all that stuck, but it's something enough to yeah. make snowballs with and. Have a little snowball fight. Uh, but I was thinking about it. 
And I was thinking about if you could recall maybe some of some wintry moments of your past that kind of stand out from others of maybe something funny or bad decision you made or a good <laughs> decision, I guess. Because one, one came to mind for me specifically that happened in winter is I was in high school. Um, I was driving a, oh man, a Honda, like a shitty Honda Civic. It was like a 94 Civic or something <laughs> like that. Um, a cheap car that I just bought for maybe like a thousand bucks off of a friend, I think. Um, and I was at Taco Bell uh, with a couple of friends, and Blake was one of them. Blake used to have that Lincoln truck in mm. high school. A really nice truck. You know, for this was the mid, was this maybe like 2005, 2006? Um, yeah. Just a really nice mm. truck. So, like, we had complete opposite cars. He has like a he always had dollars vehicle. Oh, yeah, he always had nice shit. He, he was very good with his rides. Um, yeah. Nice cars. Not me. I'm the complete opposite. I've had <laughs> yeah. shit cars other than my Camaro. And I have not does. had. I've not been very, very good on selecting my vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so there's this winter moment. Uh, we went to lunch one day, and he's driving his truck. I'm in the Honda Civic, and it's snowing and icy, and we're going down uh, Country Club. We're going down Country Club. We're coming up to the four-way stop. And he stops, and I'm going a little too fast, and I hit my brakes too late, and I slide, and I rear, rear and I rear in the back of his truck oh, in the car, man. and like he had the backup camera, and it like broke his camera, and like dented his his uh, tailgate and stuff, and I started panicking because <laughs> I didn't have insurance. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have insurance on the car, and I was like, "Fuck, how am I gonna fix this?" Um, so we we talked about. I was like, Blake. Let me call and put insurance on my car today, <laughs> and then let's say that this happens in two days. And he's like, okay, and he was cool about it. <laughs> yeah. So I put insurance on the car, and then I called him a couple days later. I was like, ah, oh, I got in an accident. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> It yeah. probably totaled your car. <laughs> so, yeah, geez, I hope that's okay that I just admitted to insurance fraud <laughs> to the public. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Dude, I have a similar uh, did story. What I had to do in high school to get by. Yeah. Yeah, I was picking up a buddy, so. and we were going to school, and we were. It was icy out, and we were in my Honda. It was a '94 Civic, and uh, I think '93 actually, maybe a '93 Civic. It's so funny, and it was icy out, and we were coming around the corner over there by Williamstown. And this car was kind of poking mm-hmm. out of the driveway. And the whole time, like, when we would leave his house, there's so many curves, like, until you get on to Reno. And uh, it's icy out. And mm-hmm. I had an e-brake. So I'm going around these corners e-braking. And I go around this last one. And <laughs> I'm going too fast. And I pull the e-brake. And this guy's truck is sticking out of his driveway. And, like, we're going sideways, like, completely about to hit that center thing in Williamstown. Mm. Like, when you pull into Williamstown where there's, like, a center a sign and shit, we were going yeah. right towards that, like, sideways right. in the intersection. And we just happened to clip his truck. <laughs> and it spun us back around perfectly, and I just took off. <laughs> like, because it, it uh, hit the car, spun it around perfectly at the intersection, like some Fast and the Furious shit. And I was like, Wah! like, just took off. <laughs> And then uh, my buddy's like hanging out the window, 
looking back at the damage and he's like oh it ain't that bad i was like oh hell yeah so we just took off and um i get to school i go to class and i look out the window because we were like on the second or third story and there's cops outside all around my car and so i run out there and i immediately Uh was like somebody hit me Because I had already told my dad. I already called my dad and told him that somebody hit me as well. And then I lied to the cops immediately when I saw them outside by my car. And um, I run out there, tell them, and then they're like, no, you hit somebody. They were like, somebody was at the intersection. They saw you hit somebody sticking out of the driveway and you took off. Because I guess somebody was at the stop sign. Like when we came through and I didn't even mm-hmm. see him and they got my tag and everything. <laughs> and my car was all fucked oh my up. Like gosh. my taillight was hanging off and the uh, the rear quarter was all <laughs> fucked up. And he was like, oh, it ain't that bad. I was like, oh, thank God. And I look at him like, what are you talking about? It ain't that bad. It's like just fucked up. So that sucked. Damn it. But kind of the same. I mean, we're both in 90s Hondas and it's icy out. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know what's that's, crazy, that's too? That's got to be one of the... You know what's wild? That? Yesterday, we were going into town, and this car in front of us is like a little firebird, like an old, I don't know, 90s sunbird or something. I don't know what they're called. But um, she was swerving a little bit, you know? <laughs> I noticed her. I don't know yeah. what they're called. I noticed her like uh, swerving just subtly. You know, as we were driving for about 10 minutes, she would swerve this way. And a like few minutes later, she would swerve. Control. No, just like kind of getting out of the lanes. And I was like, this bitch is not okay. paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're right behind her. And she keeps going. And she's in the slow lane. And she's getting on the this semi's ass. Like just right on his ass. And it looks like she's about to switch lanes. But she's not switching lanes. And I tell Mercedes, I'm like, look at this bitch. And as soon as I said that, she hits that semi and spins around right in front of us, like on the oh pass, gosh. on the mountain pass, like going. Yeah, her bumper's like uh, blocking one lane. Her car's right in the middle. And then she, there's a chunk of metal over here. And the oh, semi's man. pulled over. And there's cars coming. So I just pull up around her and I take off. Like, I just keep going. Because I've, I've watched too many live leak videos to know you don't stop at a place like that, you know, and try to help and shit. I'm like, man, I'm out of here. That's yeah. how people get killed, dude. I swear to God. Um, yeah. But it was crazy. We were right behind her going man. up over this mountain pass, and I'm watching her. She's swerving. She gets right on his ass and never switches lanes. Boom, just hits him in the back. It's like, and there's metal going everywhere. I'm like, Dude, we were right behind her. I'm glad I was watching her because I just like, subtly slow mm. down you know because i was like paying attention like yeah this lady is not paying attention something, you know something wrong is about to happen it was crazy yeah i so fuck i only saw it happened yesterday I recall i think i've only seen like one accident crazy that's i can only think of one accident that like i've saw like saw it happen and it was in el reno i was um driving by the cemetery like going to get on the highway and there was a car that was about to turn into that fast break going left. And you know how 66, like, kind of curves around to get onto that mm-hmm. road? 
So anyways, like, a car was turning into the fast break, and a van was coming around that corner and, like, hit the rear end of that car, and they both, like, spun out, and the back of the van, like, popped up in the air and turned around, and uh, I saw that happen, and that was pretty interesting. But, That's yeah, I've cool. never really seen a major, major crash. Dude, I've seen I a lot of I did break my motorcycle two days after I got it. Oh, we, <laughs> both, had, we both had motorcycle accidents. Yeah. I get, I'll tell mine first, then you go with yours. Uh, I got a motorcycle when I was when I was 14 years old, and I was so excited. Um, I had my own bike. I was working at McDonald's, so I like saved up the money to buy it and stuff. Um, I didn't know how to ride though. I hadn't I hadn't been taught like how to ride a bike. I've done like some four wheelers and stuff before, but never never rode a motorcycle. But I was so excited, and I wanted to share it with somebody. So I called my grandpa over. You know, he just lived down the road. Hey, come check out my new motorcycle that I got. And he parks his car in the driveway, and he gets there, and he's like, yeah, it's pretty nice. And he's like, yeah. I was like, you want to see me ride it? And he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I go, oh, get the key. So I run inside. <laughs> I get the key. I come back out. I'm so excited. Um, I pull it up a little bit, and I get on, and I go to take off. And the first time I do, I pop the clutch, and I kill it. And I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, I got this, I can do this. <laughs> so I started back up again, and the second time, um, I popped the clutch, but I gave it too much throttle because I didn't want it to die. And so it yeah. takes <laughs> off from underneath me in the driveway, and it hits the side of my grandpa's car <laughs> and puts a big-ass dent in his back door. <laughs> that's a Dude, that's so that whiskey throttle. fucked, man. It was that whiskey throttle, man. It happened when I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Damn it. Yeah, man, fucked up my bike. Had to get a new fender for it. I think I had to buy a new fender for that motorcycle like three times from <laughs> crashing it. One time it just got laid over um, doing something. My brother laid it over one time because I think like the little cap uh, to keep to keep the oil in to where you like drain the oil. That cap somehow came off or was loose. And uh, it started leaking oil, and that back tire was running over that oil and made it slick. And so, like, when they hit a turn, this back tire just, like, slid out from underneath. Oh, them my God. Over. Jesus. Man. Yeah, that bike went through a lot. I had to buy – I probably bought, like, six blinkers for that bike, a couple of fenders. <laughs> like, it, Those things are it, dangerous, <laughs> man. It was – man, yeah. My grandma used to call them murder cycles. You got hurt in yours. Yeah. Dude, they, they – yeah, bad things can happen if you're not careful. What happened with yours when you you got in your accident? Um, I borrowed a buddy's bike and helmet mm. and jeans and then went out riding. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was right behind you. Weren't you there that day? Were you riding that day? I don't think I was there that day. Oh, you weren't? Because I remember there going was like over to your house on O Street and seeing the bike and like, oh, shit, what happened? Oh, man. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, there Yeah, there was like day. six of I us. I just remember hearing, kind of hearing the story. Dude, basically, we were just cruising down this back road, and I was looking over, and there was like eight bikes in front of me, and I looked back, and everybody had stopped all of a sudden, and just instinctively, I pulled the front brake. And just laid it over and just started tumbling. It totaled the bike and Were you um, going how fast were you going? So like when you pulled the front I, brake, like did the back end pop up like Yeah. Um 
Yeah, that's what so happened. You just kind of and it was in gravel. It was in gravel on the side of the road too, because we were like on a back road. There was like eight bikes in front of me. I'm like looking yeah. sideways at the sunset, and I looked back and everybody had slowed down, and then I just like pulled the brake for some reason. Then, and then the bike. I remember seeing the bike tumbling, and I was like just flipping out of control. And then I stood up, and my palm like was hanging down off my hand like this big old chunk right here was like hanging off oh and my god <laughs> yeah i salvaged it though i just kept it was bad but uh <laughs> super glue <laughs> a little duct tape <laughs> just like uh, grab your hand put this it was so on. bad because oh every morning god. it would scab over and i had to replace it and then like get all the old scabs mm-hmm. off and then rewrap it and like <laughs> to get the wrap off it was so painful because it was a deep cut and Golly. Yeah, it would kind of form to the wrap. Something and, you probably should have gone uh, to the hospital for. Probably. Man. There's a lot of things I probably should have went crazy. to the hospital I al- for. Yeah. I almost wrecked my motorcycle again one time. I was the same bike. Uh, my friend Jason had a motorcycle, and I'd never really taken it too far outside of el reno like i'm mostly around town every now and then i would take it to like the city but i would take 66 like i didn't want to take it on the interstate um but there was one time i decided to we decided that we were going to drive out to frontier city and then back that's just we said where do we want to go let's go to frontier now city. for people that it's don't know far. what frontier ah, city is that is an <laughs> old ghost town where they used to mine just outside of oklahoma city <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> it's a long ways away, and you had to take, uh, I mean, it's probably like 40 minutes away from El Reno, and you have to take the highway to get there. You can't take backwards, but it's going to take a long time. So anyway, so we're on the interstate, but like when I'm getting off, uh, I get off on the off-ramp, and I'm going too fast to take the turn uh, for the off-ramp, and I couldn't slow down in time, and so I go off like into the grass and down this big hill, Oh my grass. god! And the whole time, I just keep telling myself, I'm just like, like keep your keep the bike up, keep the bike up, and uh, finally was able to slow it down and stop. And uh, yeah, I, <laughs> ooh, that was pretty scary. That's dangerous. Going as way hell, too fast, dude. not being able to turn and just have to take it off road. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> Murder so, cycles. Yeah, that's it. Murder cycles. That's it. So yeah, dangerous man. I kind of miss love driving, them, man. I don't get to drive at all. I love motorcycles. I do like them. I would want another one again, probably at some point. But um, yeah, yeah. Don't. Never here in China. We talk about getting a scooter all the time. Um, yeah, maybe we'll even do that that's dangerous. It'd be nice to have one of those to take around. Can be. Yeah, we've had a couple of close calls, like when we do the scooters. Like in Vietnam and stuff like that, but uh, luckily we've never been in too serious of an accident. It's like definitely dangerous. I get nervous, man. Like with Jody on the back. Oh man, she asked to drive one time, and like <laughs> I was so scared to have her drive, and like because I was gonna ride on back. And I just don't know how well she handles that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we were in Vietnam the first time I let her, I let her drive one, and um, it was kind of it was like maybe ten o'clock at night. But I took her. I went to this 
back road that was just a straightaway and it was well lit up and no other cars were on and i was like all right i kind of went through the the spiel of here's your brake <laughs> you know here's the gas do this blah 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 and i hopped on back and i let her drive and man I, my heart was beating so fast that whole time <laughs> i was just kept thinking like something's gonna happen like to where she don't know what to do but she did fine <laughs> she did fine and luckily she kept it upright and we didn't die so yeah that was nice it's always the goal right so yeah man i was nervous man i really i i was telling her no the whole time this was maybe like week five that we've been on our vacation and she kept saying i kind of want to drive and i was like are you do you feel comfortable with driving like do you know how and so like i kept saying no 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 and then finally let her i think she enjoyed it though it was fine at the end but yeah nervous as hell so <laughs> i imagine but anyways yeah we talked about getting a trail bike for out here we almost did but i don't know i go back and forth i don't like maintaining shit but to hit those trails out here in the yeah. mountains is pretty badass you mean like a dirt bike is that what you mean by trail bike uh yeah basically i, I kind of like like the bike. older style stuff really like not the more traditional dirt bike although mm. in the end that's probably the better option just because of the performance and quality and stuff but i like the old stuff man i like them 70s and 80s models you know of uh they look more like yeah. scramblers or some shit i would do some stuff like that i, I like that it's just enough for me man i don't need much and I, i'm not gonna go crazy but some of these guys, man, you know, they're going up the I'm not, rocks and the steep shit, doing all this crazy stuff. I, I, I'm not into that. I just, I'm down yeah. with cruising. Right. I'm not very yeah. comfortable on a dirt bike. Um, it's so much I don't know, fun. It's just like, I it, love it. It feels, it's fun, but it feels different than, you know, like a motorcycle when you're on a dirt bike. And I don't know, I don't know what it is about it. Uh I don't know, I'm just not very comfortable. They're so powerful yeah. sometimes, too. Like, it doesn't take much to get that thing going. Maybe that's mm. what makes me nervous. It's like, I'm, it's just a little too much to handle. I'm not used to it. I like it because you're um, on the trails, and you don't have to worry about traffic as much. And you're all geared out. You know, you got the shoulder pads and the sh chest plate and everything else because... Other guys will kick up rocks, you know, so you got to be kind of decked out. And then if you'd fall, like you're falling into dirt and not not pavement going 80 miles an hour. Or rocks. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're, you know, you got armor on. You got a, the full <laughs> thing. Seriously, I mean, they, what we were wearing was like a full armored suit to go ride these trails, you know. Yeah. So it's... It's not safe, but it's safer than being on the asphalt with these other hunks yeah. of metal. Yeah, I think I would stick to four-wheelers. Um, Three-wheelers were pretty fun, too. Man, now those are That's dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember flipping one I of those things with my that... stepsister. Like, we had one when we were kids, and I remember... Flipping that thing several times, and we were about five years old. And they gave us a three-wheeler, and we're like, here you go. Yeah, we had this big-ass yard, and we were just, like, flipping it all the time, it seemed like, you know? They pretty much <laughs> outlawed those, right? Like, made them, quote-unquote, no. illegal? Or they just quit making them, or? 
I don't was know. Maybe quit making them. To why they quit making them? Did they? I don't know. I know they're I still know. around. Seems, I know it you seems can like they them. weren't made past like, like in the two thousands. Like they weren't being made. Like they quit being made in like the nineties. Probably. I wouldn't doubt. I remember it. Johnny Johnny Crane was always looking for a three wheeler because like man he loved him, but you couldn't buy him new, so he would always keep his eye. Oh, you could still find them. You could still find a good three wheeler. For sure, for fairly yeah. inexpensive. I would much rather, out of all the things, though, the three-wheeler, the four-wheeler, and the dirt bike, have a dirt bike, for real. Like, after riding all of them, I haven't rode all of them a lot, but I have rode all of them. And I just like the dirt bike. You have more freedom. And uh, once you get used to it, man, it's uh, it's so much more fun than a four-wheeler to the i mean unless you have one of them crazy ass four-wheelers and you're doing these sand dune jumps and whatever i don't know you could probably get gnarly Mm. on a four-wheeler but i just like the movement and the freedom of a dirt bike you feel like you're not connected to as much and you just have more freedom and um it's so light you know if you kind of get into something you could just almost pick the damn thing up and move it yeah it's cool what about one of those, uh, like the Gator truck type things? It's kind of like a, you know, like four people That'd can ride sick. on it, but it can do like off-roading and things like that. That'd be sick. Those things yeah. are fun too. I would do that. I we used to have it. We used to have a <clears throat> go kart when we were kids. Um, oh yeah, go kart. <laughs> my dad tricked us one time because he got it for I us for go-karts. Christmas, and he's like, "I got you a dog for Christmas," and we're like, "A dog? What? We got a dog? We were so excited." Then he takes us out to the bar, and I was like, man, why is he keeping a dog in this bar? Like, in this <laughs> shed. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I was like, I hope the dog is okay. <laughs> and he opens up the door, and it was a go-kart. <laughs> but the name of the go-kart was like, it's called like a yellow dog, was like the name of the go-kart. We're like, oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. And man, that thing, that thing, it was fun for like the first couple of months. But what happened is, is something with the engine, and like, when you tried to start it, like when you would pull the cord to try and start it, um, it would lock on you. It would like lock up on you. So you would go to pull it really hard, but it would lock and pull back, and it just like hurt the shit out of your hands and fingers. And so it was very difficult to start. And I don't think we really knew why or tried to fix it. And so like we kind of <laughs> just had to quit riding it at one point because we couldn't start it because of the damn pull cord. But it was fun for a while while it lasted. We made a little track in our front yard. Um, There's like this mound of dirt. Why was there a random mound of dirt in our yard? <laughs> I don't even remember. But we just made a little circle around that, and that's all we would do is just, like, drive in a circle. <laughs> we didn't even really take it anywhere else. Just drove in, just drove in circles hand, hand, hand. in the front yard. <laughs> just tearing up you know, the like, yard. We talked about going down the street. Yeah, oh, dude, there, were, there was a dirt track. Like, we took out all the grass in that circle, and there was just a dirt circle in the yard. Like, we talked about taking it up and down the street, but dad didn't like that he he said that you know maybe somebody will call the cops on us or something so every now and then we would be little rebels and we'd take it up the street and back down but uh yeah and the thing didn't have reverse so you didn't want to get it into a situation to where you had to back up (laughs) so turning around could be hard sometimes or (laughs) whatever but it was it was pretty fun i remember having that as a kid (laughs) man i love (laughs) go-karts i i had a few go-karts me and my buddy built one. We bought it actually from Sam Lorenzen, his mom. We paid her for this mm-hmm. frame that was like behind their barn, this this go-kart frame that was behind their barn. <laughs> and then 
me and Jared yeah. like put all of our money together. We had change and everything else, you know. And then gave her like I think it was like eighty bucks or something, and got this frame. And then, um, yeah, we painted it, got new wheels. I mean, uh, greased the chain and everything. And uh, I think we might even redid the seats and shit. But we ended up getting a motor off my dad because he had this rototiller motor, and then we put that motor on the go kart. And it was awesome for a while, but my dad like started getting stingy, and he like wouldn't let us ride it every day like we wanted to. So we we're like, man, fuck this. <laughs> we took the motor off and went and got our own motor from Tractor Supply. And uh, dude, when I set it on the counter, oh. it gave me a scar. I still have that scar too. But um, that was so much fun, man. Like what we would get into with that go kart. How did I mean, it we give drove you that thing all around town. Because on the side of the block of the motor, there's it's like sitting on a block basically, so you can mount it to the frame of the go kart. And those blocks are it's just a yeah. square, thick ass metal block. And as I set it on the counter so she could scan it, the side of it like sliced my hand right there. Every time I look down, I think of that go kart. Oops. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Kirkana Wiganos, and he was telling me he was going to build one for his kid. And I bet his kid's going to be stoked. That'd be so much fun. That'd be fun. I've never tried now, to build anything like that. I was never a mechanical type of dude. Um, I can change oil, change a tire, change an air filter. You can filter. figure it out. <laughs> dude, we oh, should yeah. make electric. It wouldn't be hard. Like, I could figure out how to do shit. Electric go-kart, Douche. like the Tesla of go-karts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's already electric go-karts, right? Man, I'm trying to get a go-kart. You would think so. You know, my dad, he won than... a go-kart at a raffle that he used to work at this gas station. I think he changed oil and shit at this gas station. And there was a raffle for this go-kart. And this go-kart looked like a damn indie car. It was like elongated. You know, that'd be cool. Like one of those, uh, one of those drag yeah. race cars with the the parachute on the back kind of thing. It was a little go kart like that. It was sick, dude. Blue and white. And my dad put in for the raffle. Ended up quitting the job and winning the go kart. So he went back up there after he had quit and <laughs> claimed the go kart and then gave it to my brother and I. And uh, it was sick. That's dude. cool. Yeah, and then my mom sold it when they split up. So. Uh, that's yeah, not fun. That sucks. That's pretty cool. I've won a couple of really... Man, I used to call into the radio stations all the time Dude, back home trying I to know, win shit. Right? I would win shit you all did the time. And movie tickets. I wanted, I wanted a trip to Las Vegas one time. They gave me like... What? A $1,000 towards flight and hotel. I think it was like 600 towards a flight and 400 towards a did hotel. Did you go? Um, yeah, I went. I ended up... Oh, man... I ended up using it, uh, so when my dad remarried, um, they went to Vegas for their honeymoon, and while they were out there, my dad had a heart attack and got put oh, in the hospital, um, but I had that Vegas trip in my pocket, and I was able to use that to fly out there to see him oh my um, God. after that happened, so it kind of worked out okay. That is crazy yeah. how life works out sometimes. Convenience. Holy shit. Yeah, man. So, what was the so, prize yeah, exactly, and how did you win it? Oh, man, I got so lucky winning that uh, 
there was a month long contest going on on Kiss FM with Jack and Ron in the morning. Kiss and there was a, FM. They had. <laughs> They had a thing, it was called Too Tough Trivia, to where they would ask, like, four or five really hard questions that basically people had to keep guessing, like, multiple days um, until somebody got the answer, and then you just, like, build on those answers until you get to, like, the right number or, you know, somebody gets something correct and you know what it is. Uh, So I was listening all month, always listening to the radio show, and it got to, like, the last day of the month or close to the last day, and four of the answers everybody already knew, because like people would call in, they would say this, 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 and then the last answer was a number that you had to guess. And when people would guess the number, they would tell them it's too high or too low, so you could start in the error and get down. Um, people were really close. Somebody called in. I'm sitting there waiting on the line. I made it through. Somebody called in. They guessed the number, and they said, you're too high, and then the next person called in, said a number that was like two away and they said you're too low so i knew what the last number was from like these two people guessing in front of me and so i knew like the last piece of the puzzle and so when it got to me i said all the answers brought off that winning number and they're like ding 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 and i won like the trip to vegas a pillow like crispy cream donuts for a year uh what there was a few things that were in that package it was a lot It was pretty cool that's awesome, dude. Just getting lucky. You know, in man, that episode, right place, best right time and listening. You know, in our episode, best I ever had. That's why I called it that because I put that clip of you singing to the radio host and winning those <laughs> Drake tickets. That's at the yeah. end of that podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, you yeah, get lucky, man. Tickets baby. a few times. You Move. win. Shit. It's not lucky. It's just I try persistence. Not many people, not really people actually call in to try to win that stuff. Like, yeah. I would I would scramble for my <laughs> phone. Like, if I knew a contest was coming up, I would sit in my car for, like, an extra five or ten minutes sometimes waiting for them to be like, call now to win this. And I'd be, like, always on my phone. And sometimes it would be, like, caller eight or caller nine. And you would get through and be the first caller, and they'd be like, you're caller one, try again. And I'd hang up and hit redial and just keep trying to get through until... It was either me or somebody else. So it's fun to win shit. Had to and be the somebody. opportunity is there, and that's all you got to do is dial a number. <laughs> Why not? Hell yeah. Free shit. That's so cool, dude. I yeah. need to win some stuff. <laughs> I should start winning more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's nice to win, man. It feels good. Yeah. Can you feels gamble good. out there? It sucks to lose. <laughs> not legally. <laughs> you Don't y'all have that thing called like Plinko or something? Plinko? No. I yeah. I saw this documentary where it was like an arcade for adults, and then adults would go in and play these games that were basically slot machines, and they would win this prize, and they could switch that prize for like these tokens, and then they would take those tokens around the corner and cash them in for real money. So it was like a loophole to gambling. Mm. When they outlawed it. And I didn't know if that was in China or what. If there's something like that, I'm not familiar with it. Uh, maybe, though. Hmm. Maybe. I wonder where that was. Yeah, you can't gamble out here. No casinos or anything. That's why we had to go down to Macau for me to play poker. Um, hmm. Macau's, like, kind of a part of China, but not really. They're, like, their own little... They're similar to Hong Kong. Like, they just kind of do what they want and... 
don't really get messed with. Um, so yeah, we're going to Shanghai in a couple of weeks. That should be pretty fun. I got to go down there for visa stuff, but Shanghai has the highest population of people in the world. So it could be a, should be a pretty fun city to check out. We'll be there for like five days. Just messing around doing whatever the only thing about it is it's also going to be during the chinese new year and usually during that time most people travel away from the big cities and go home and they go to like those smaller places um like smaller cities and towns where like their family and stuff is from so like Qingdao completely almost entirely just like shuts down for the holiday a lot of restaurants close um there's just not much to do. Plus, it's cold outside, so it gets kind of boring. But we'll see mm -hmm. how Shanghai is. It's a pretty international city as far as, like, the people that live there and stuff, too. But yeah. with 30-plus million people in it, um, there's still going to be plenty going on, you would think. Surely not everybody leaves. Even if half of them stayed, that's pff, still 15 million people messing around. <laughs> that's insane. Too. How big is Shanghai? Like the size of Texas? <laughs> no, man. Not even quite. Let's let's see. Let's see how big Shanghai is. Um I want to know compared to a state. Compared how, to a state? Yeah, yeah, you got 15 million in the size of what? Um I don't Or how know. many did I you imagine. say? Let's see. Uh Shanghai population. Oh, there's a Disney World in Shanghai. Maybe we can check that out. You should try to see if they have that Avatar ride. I heard the Avatar ride was sick. Did uh, you know the Avatar 2 has a movie coming out? Or, fuck, what am I talking about? Avatar 2 has a release date. Um, For when? Because I was actually just looking that up the other day about when that's going to come out. It says December 17th, 2021, I just saw. Hmm, that should be cool. The first one was great. second one's going to probably break a record or two also. You can only imagine what all is going into it with... with uh, Oh my god. Advancements in like CGI awesome. and everything. It should be pretty cool. Dude, surely that's going to be awesome. So actually, Shanghai's population, 26 million. 26 Holy people. shit. Um, Shanghai. What's the size? What would it be? Like area? How many acres is it? <laughs> I don't know. Compared to US. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm taking too long to Google this. Um. So let's say Shanghai versus New York City, which is like the biggest state. In... Oh, man. So Shanghai is 8.1 times bigger than New York City. So imagine eight what? New York cities. That's that's quite a lot. Eight times bigger than New York City. Oh, New York City. How many people are in New York City? Not a lot. There's more people in my city than in New York. I think it's like around 8 million in New York. 
Damn, that's still significant. There's a lot of people over here, man. People be humping 8. and procreating 6. a lot. <laughs> and to think that they had that even that restriction on like the one child rule. That oh was just God, lifted know, right? only a few years ago. And it's still at the numbers that they are. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people. So but yeah. So Shanghai will be fun. We're gonna do that in a couple of weeks and um uh yeah man maybe we'll do an episode from out there and we'll see what's see what's popping over in shanghai see what's popping lopping see what's crackalacking first first trip of 2019 and then maybe me and you're gonna meet up this summer huh you want to go to the netherlands yeah do to the amsterdam yeah we want to check out some places out there I mean, we could just hop around, you know, but um, Action Bronson has a show there on the 20th of July, and I've just wanted to go there anyways, and the weather around that time is really nice, and um, I think it'd be Mm -hmm. awesome. So we're planning that for late July, Amsterdam. How many days are you thinking? At least a week. Yeah. Cool, man. We can Probably a week. We can look into it. Uh, we wouldn't mind meeting you and doing that too, because we've been wanting to do Amsterdam for a while. We wanted to do it on our yeah. first Euro trip, but weren't able to. Uh, I'm just gonna see how this whole visa thing works out over the next few months. But outside of that, if everything's good, it won't be a problem. Should we yeah. just book flights and just kind of go along with it, or do you want to try to package it and book at the same time, be on the same? Like, how do we? How should we play this? Well, we can't you know? book at the same. T- we can't be on the same flight. <laughs> We're leaving from two. Yeah, different we can. Places. We can meet. We can meet in one country and then fly together the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I need a world map, like... dude. I need a world map right here. I have the map of the U.S. So but it's not enough. Sides. We're on opposite sides. I don't know. Sides, and then let me see. I think I was looking at flights there. I think it's only like a. It's closer to us than it is to you. Because I think for us, it's only... But uh, you're also on the other side of the states. If you were in, like, New York or something, it wouldn't be bad. But I think it's, like, an eight-hour like eight hour flight from here. And there's actually a direct flight, too, from here to there, which is really nice. So, that's yeah, cool. man. Could be fun. Amsterdam. There's... <laughs> I can only imagine the stories that will come out of that place if we make that <laughs> happen. Dude, this should go. be a good time. So yeah, we'll see what else twenty twenty has to offer uh, as far as traveling. Yeah, goes. we'll get I'm to trying to map it out, year. dude. I'm looking right There's now. So many places to go, so much to see. All right, man. So we got that in the in the books and lined up, and we'll talk about it more as we go on. But yeah, man, I think we can go ahead and wrap up this episode, man. It's been a solid hour. Has some has some good contents talking about car accidents and how uh sometimes we're not the best drivers, but that's okay. <laughs> top songs of the decade, top artists. Um it's been cool, man. Another episode. So now, yes, you can check us out on youtube and apple Podcasts and spotify and wherever you go and listen to your podcast you can find us there so subscribe to us give us a listen uh comment on what you think tell us if you like us 
Even if you don't listen, subscribe anyways because that makes us feel better and we'd appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah, get them clicks that happen in. Help us out. Thanks for the support for anybody who is listening. We appreciate you guys and uh, thanks for tuning in. This was another episode of the Pour and Smoke podcast. Until Until we speak again. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it.